2: And the more I kept biking and getting into more endurance activities, I just thought there's got to be a way where I can get people involved and go, hey, if I'm going to be on the bike for a long time, for instance, I started doing that palafondo event. I thought if I'm going to be doing this, then why couldn't I just figure out a way to raise money? And one of the last palafondos, I was able to get a team of women involved. And we were able to raise... 5,000, which literally for just one woman to be able to give her a complete new life in terms of healthcare, counseling, a safe house, the whole nine yards. In some of these countries, it's literally just a few hundred dollars a month. So it's pennies.
3: It's more than just your output, more than a bike.
1: Welcome to the Clip Out Podcast, episode two nineteen. This is Crystal O'Keefe.
0: And this is Tom O'Keefe. Uh colonoscopy achievement unlocked. <laughs> and I do mean
1: unlocked. <laughs> yeah, that was uh that was an interesting experience.
0: Yeah. And I'm on the five year plan, apparently. So uh you'll yeah. we'll get to relive this again in
1: five years. Five years. But uh yeah, you works. just you just had the one one little little guy in there, polyp. <laughs> and yeah, that's uh a- yeah okay <laughs> okay that didn't sound quite yeah. like i intended it yeah
0: so but uh i lost seven pounds overnight
1: yeah it turns out uh your digestive tract is heavy
0: Hold on. <laughs> i don't know I, mean, I haven't weighed other people so maybe sure maybe that's standard i i've always wondered how much is really in there now I know. it's seven pounds
1: well Well, then then how much you want to tell everybody how much you gained to the next day no i don't okay
0: (laughs) i took a cheat day it was a pretty aggressive cheat day and uh (laughs) and then again so i put back on like 10. (laughs) but i'm actually right back to where i was yeah you did great everything's okay yeah i I just took a day and went right back to what i had been doing and and now i'm and we're recording this basically a week to the day later and i'm back within half a pound of where i was so everything's copacetic so there's way more than everyone wanted to know about my digestive tract.
1: yes but this is your public service announcement to go get your colonoscopy uh if you're it's
0: totally not a big deal
1: Totally not the 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 most difficult part was truly the prep and uh because you sleep
0: you sleep through the other parts so you're all worried about are you going to be embarrassed or whatever and then lay like conky on the head and you're knocked out and then you wake up boy i was
1: <laughs> oh yeah yeah that was funny uh so so tom as it turns out has never done drugs of any kind never
0: i've and never even never smoked been, pot not and he's e-
1: never been knocked out before I've
0: never i've so, never had a surgery like, when i say my body is in like new condition
1: he what? Well, he's not joking yeah so. so they roll him back into the room and uh he opens his eyes and he's like hi hi <laughs> And then the nurse introduced herself and says, hi, my name is Brittany and I will be your recovery nurse. And Tom, without missing a beat, says, I'm so glad you're free. (laughs) And I look at the nurse and I'm like, what is he talking about? And and she says, I guess he means the free Brittany thing. And then
0: I was like, she's Brittany, bitch.
1: (laughs) And he said it just like that and then closed his eyes and went back to dozing.
0: Yeah. So... When I say it's a tick and I can't help it, I'm just hardwired this way. He's
1: not just saying that.
0: Yeah. That's. that's...
1: Yeah. That was fun, guys. That was really fun. (laughs) I I mean, I don't think there were any good stories of me when when I've woken up from any kind of surgery. No, you're
0: just kind of groggy and you're just little.
1: But no, Tom goes right into comedian.
0: (laughs) There you go. So uh, what, pray tell, do you have in store for people this week?
1: Uh, Well, apparently love is in the air. and uh, We we're... have lots of love stories <laughs> this week. So many love stories. Yeah. There's like so much to cover. Yeah. Also, uh, we're going to talk about uh, Peloton from a stock perspective. And we're going to, of course, do that with John Mills. He sure. will be here soon. And um, we had uh, Dr. Jen stop by and she is going to talk to us about habits that you need to that no not need to that you want to work on okay uh and then then also we have MetPro stop by and they are going to talk to us about whether you should when you change your habits should it be one at a time or like do everything at once and why whatever the answer to that is okay and then of course there's instructor news galore
0: Awesome. Well, before we get to all that, shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, you can find us. You can also find us on the Facebook, facebook.com slash the clip out. Did you
1: just say they can find us on the Facebook?
0: I did. Okay. That, hey, the Facebook.com.
1: Is a thing. I know. It works. Okay.
4: Continue.
0: So, So hush. Okay. Okay. So. You can find us on the Facebook <laughs> at facebook.com slash the clip out. <laughs> While you're there, like the page, join the group. I, I forgot to say, when you're getting your uh, podcast from your delivery system, you should leave a review for us. And we yes. have a new review.
1: Oh, good.
0: This is from A Moon Mama.
1: A Moon Mama. I like it.
0: And it says. Uh, The highlight of every Friday is listening to Crystal and Tom's witty banter as they and their fun guests dish on everything Peloton. I've been listening since I got my bike in 2018 and especially love the early episodes where we couldn't say it right.
1: I'm glad she likes it. Yes. Or or she or he. Actually, yes. mama says I'm she. assuming, yeah. Yes. But uh yeah, I'm glad yeah. I'm glad you like it because man, have yeah. we have taken some shit over the years yeah. for that? Yeah.
0: <laughs> people need to remember when this podcast launched, because we're on the cutting edge. They didn't have TV commercials. <laughs> We've never right. heard it said before. Right. And then I love the people that are like, Oh, you don't watch a Tour de France? No, I don't watch a Tour de France because I don't give a shit.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I don't watch baseball. I don't watch football. I certainly don't watch people ride bikes so, yeah i'm no.
1: i'm gonna say that's pretty darn boring i mean i know there's people that enjoy totally, it good for them like, great that's, but
0: like yeah it's like, not our thing in the grand scheme of things it's a small sliver of society mm-hmm. that watches it so <laughs> no i don't know bike racing jargon so
1: that's all right we anyway. know it now
0: yes so, we've
1: learned we've grown
0: sorry i went to a dark place yeah so
1: <laughs> the people who are still complaining about it have not learned yes and they are still crabby
0: so it goes on to say thoughtful interviews with Peloton members who struggled with fitness, health and life hurdles who've benefited from the classes and community are inspiring. And so she, it's, it's a lengthy review and we appreciate it. But uh, uh, I will also end by just saying that her leaderboard name is Pedal for Joy. That's the number four. So if you want to. Seek her out. That's where you can find her.
1: I've seen that leaderboard name out there. Thank you so much for the very kind yes. review. And sorry that we took a detour to complain about people who complain. <laughs> we know you about weren't that. No.
0: one of them. No, and don't we appreciate worry. that. Yes. And uh, also, don't forget we're available on YouTube, slash the clip out. Uh, you can subscribe over there and watch episodes in HD ish, I guess. <laughs> I think this counts. I guess it counts. Yeah. And of course, we have a newsletter uh that you can sign up for at the clipout.com where you'll get all the links and pictures and things like that sent to you in a weekly ish digest <laughs> so uh there's all that let's uh let's dig in shall we
4: we shall run, run lift and live with john mills
0: so joining us once again via the magic of zoom is john mills hey john how's it going
5: hi john how's it going what's <laughs> happening <laughs> I just worked out so it's a good thing it's not smell-o-vision. I don't smell all I saw, that. All that I saw it on
1: Facebook. I saw or yeah. actually I think I saw it on Instagram that you were you were just working out. Yeah, I was running. You were running. Yeah. I did yeah, a I run today too. I by yeah. my time was this morning. Yeah, I did a 30 minute rock run with Selena right after and I, I, I did Oh, ten. I love Selena. And uh, I did it right on. after a ten minute warm up with Bex, and then I followed yeah. both of those up with a stretch, a ten minute stretch with Maddie. What did, What did See, you, you do? That's where I mess it all
5: up. That's why I mess stretch? it all up. You didn't. Know? I, I never actually do the stretch. I'm supposed to do the stretch, and then I I don't do the stretch, but I'm supposed to. You got <laughs> to do, do the stretch,
1: John. You got to do the I gotta do
5: the stretch. I'm gonna do the stretch. Okay. <laughs> Don't let
1: Hannah Marie Corbin find out. Did you stretch though? Yeah,
5: exactly. <laughs> He's hit me up like that before. I'm to stretch.
1: <laughs> no, he didn't, Hannah. No, Hannah. Hannah I'm Quiet. gonna stretch. I'm gonna stretch. <laughs>
0: gonna get in trouble. <laughs> so I guess we'll uh start our foreway foray into uh into all this stuff with all the uh how COVID is relating to the world of peloton and connected fitness for starters let's start with the fact that new york city is going to require proof of vaccination for indoor dining and fitness
1: so i found out this week that i don't ever want to post anything about this issue ever again like people are mean about this subject it is it is political and mean. And I just was starting a conversation. I didn't want to start a fight. And apparently I started a fight. So yeah. There's well, all that. you're doing
0: is reporting. I, like I, you didn't even take a position. You're like, this is this is what's <laughs> happening. I didn't. Yeah.
5: <laughs> I'm giggling. And not because I knew this is all
0: you know a funny
5: time. I'm giggling because I did the same thing. And then the fight started. And then yeah. I was like,
1: I know, <laughs> but they were still fighting, and I left. I, I started the fight. Yeah. A post from three days ago. They're still fighting on. Yeah. They're fighting. Still yeah. going. <laughs> they're on mine too, and then I get
0: the
5: notifications.
0: I just swipe. I, next.
1: One. Nothing to see here. <laughs> I always tell
0: Crystal, it's good for your, good for the algorithms. I can't handle it. Makes it, the though. engagement high. <sighs> like just let them fight. You don't got to be a part of it. It
1: makes me feel so bad. Yeah. Like I, I know I, it's I my like, fault. I started. I, exactly. it. Exactly. It's like I got I the kids. It. And I got to pull them apart and make up guys make up. And nobody wants to make up.
0: <laughs> America is yeah. so many different places in New York City. Uh, they are requiring proof of vaccination for indoor dining and fitness. Meanwhile, in Missouri, they just made it illegal to cover your mouth when you sneeze. Yeah, so. I mean,
1: they didn't, but they might as well. Basically. <laughs>
4: basically, <laughs> you know? It's, it's like, craziness. Uh,
1: it is craziness. It is. And, um, you know, um. John, i think we're in the same place on this that we you know you and i don't think that peloton is going to reopen anytime soon like i i've been thinking peloton's about to open and now this this is it's not happening like i i've been doing
5: that too i keep it's about to happen oh right after this right towards the middle of summer it's gonna happen yep. but yeah then about a month or two ago i started thinking i don't think that's happening and now with the whole delta thing and now with these rules around or these mandates i mean to me that seems a little too iffy. Like, I I think they would want to wait until all of this kind of like. There's really no upside.
0: But but, hang on. Here's, let me play devil's advocate for a second. First off, the problem you're going to run into is that there isn't, there's never going to be an all clear. There's never going to be a moment. There's never going to be a VE day where where they're like, this is done. Is this going to be one day we're going to be like, hey, yeah, it's been about eight months since anything happened. You know what I mean? And so I wonder, if mandates like this actually make it easier for peloton to open because now it's not them making a choice they can be like be mad about it or not these are the rules of where we're located so this is even though i'm sure they're probably like oh thank god but like (laughs) but but people can't get mad at peloton now for taking a stance because Mm. because the local government is is going to take the hit for them
1: here's why i think no I think I think that is not the case because there's no upside to them opening. They only have the one studio and they can continue making classes without opening. Yeah. Unlike all these other uh fitness studios that have to open, Peloton yeah. doesn't need to. So you know, and, and I, you're not getting that many people in there. Like, yeah, it's
0: not about revenue, it's, it's not. more just about optics. Exactly. Oh, yeah. So
1: I, I don't think they will because the people that go to New York to take these classes aren't from New York. They're from here. Right. And right. and when I say here, I just mean anywhere else besides right. New
0: York. The tourists. Exactly. And
1: and so they're not in places currently where there there are mandates they don't have. And so so, you know, I mean, people are literally saying things like I live in a free state. I I never thought I would hear those words from someone, but I did. And, And my point is, that is what Peloton's up against. So why would they bother? It's it's only going to start a needless debate. I mean if if a, if a post like that starts the kind of fights that I saw and John seeing like why would Belladonna open the studio?
5: I, I think my post was probably my posts are always posing some questions. I know. It's, it's never just a post. I'm always so I think I I'm a little more at fault. Yours is just a post. I like enticing them. I do feel a little bad. Just a little. But anyway, I agree I agree with you. But from that perspective of if they open, we know how it works. People are flying in from everywhere. Right. I don't know if you want those optics of like something happens and they're doing some contact tracing from like 50 people from. different states like are they still doing
0: contact tracing i haven't heard a story about contact tracing in a year You're right i haven't heard that either that's That's a a fair fair point point. yeah Yeah, that's that's true i don't know
5: but
1: still do you really want to have somebody get get covid and then they weren't vaccinated and they lied about being vaccinated and then they got in because like how do you require this passport thing in new york when you're from out of state now you got to deal with that so what's that going to look like I, i don't that's a good point I and then my mind
5: funny. keeps going to I know nobody's ever really kind of ridden in this this new studio. Right. But my mind, you know, when I think riding the studio, it goes back to the original studio cuz I never rode in the new one. And I keep remembering hot sweat flying everywhere, right? I my mind it's basically is basically a sauna. Tiny,
0: right? It's very tiny. Even the waiting room is it's, was yeah. very tiny. Yeah.
5: My mind is just not that don't look that don't just give me the the good feels like
1: <laughs> i agree, you know? I think a lot of people think that i i i mean Oh, no uh, yeah,
5: well, and then the- if you're if you're not requiring a mask, then i mean then yeah yeah i'm not- I'm not sure how much it, how much you're really doing if you're just it's just a vaccine. So I don't
0: know. Yeah. Well I guess I, I guess uh Equinox and SoulCycle are gonna give it the old college try.
1: They are. Yeah. They are. Uh yeah. they're saying that's gonna start next month. Now now that's that's interesting because, you know, they have to. Right. I mean they have to because they're in New York. So they would have to. But also they they're saying they're doing this across the board, but they have they, to open their studios if they want to have that revenue, it's much more of a revenue stream for them. I know they have their at-home bikes, but I think we all know they're a that's, very small portion of their yeah. business. So, <laughs> right,
5: right. yeah, I mean, I mean, it's not just Equinox SoulCycle. I mean, Stephen Ross, who related companies, that, that larger um, entity that owns them, they said any any of their companies have are going to have this, this mandate. And so uh, that's how I started this fight. Talking about,
0: talking about well i do so think this cool. is the, i do think this is the ghost of christmas yet to come right like i think you're going to find more and more businesses that are just like okay well you got to be vaccinated so if, if you if you don't want to get the vaccine there's going to be increasing numbers of places where you cannot partake in
1: yeah culture. i i definitely think that's where we're headed i mean whether people agree with that or not yeah I think that's that's what we're doing as a country, because the way that it's set up right now is that the businesses are the ones that have to police it. And so they're going to put as little liability on themselves as possible. And, you know, I I was hoping we could avoid this. I was hoping that, you know, people would get to the point where. We didn't have to deal with the Delta variants but hey, it didn't happen right. so here yeah. here we are and what's yeah. what's going to be the next variant? You know, this is just the one at the moment. So I don't right. know. Are we just doing this forever now? Is this just our life?
0: It kind of feels that way.
1: <laughs> I don't know.
5: I mean in the business I mean from a business perspective, I, I it makes sense, right? Like you said, with the liability, they, they want to be able to have the doors open, they want people to continue to come in. I mean, regardless of whatever your political position is, from a business right. perspective, that this all kind of Makes sense.
1: It does. It does. Uh yeah. Mm.
0: Well, I guess uh moving on to uh less controversial topics.
1: <laughs> I'm so I'm just sure that like people on both sides of the issue are yelling at us right now. Yeah. I just feel pretty right. us. That's right. I'll
0: tell, you, I'll tell you right now, we don't care. <laughs> so, uh, I'll ask another question
1: tomorrow and they'll be yes. mad at me for some other reason.
0: Yes. We're going to uh, moving on to something less controversial, uh, abortion. <laughs>
1: so <laughs> we're not laughing at abortion, we're laughing at how ridiculous that is that it would be less controversial.
0: <laughs> so uh moneymorning.com writes about uh, why Peloton stock is a long-term investment you want to make. I, I hope thought the right. Was, I thought this it. was
1: a great article, like a really really good article and not just because it says what I want to hear. <laughs> Um, because that's like, a good reason. It is a yeah. good reason. Echo it is, are fun. Uh, they, I mean, okay. But anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, because I feel like it's the most well thought out money article I've seen in a long time, and I, and when I say money, I just mean anything stock related. It because it talks about how Peloton. They've done all these things in the last year to create, you know, more revenue streams, which is what we've been saying. Nothing shocking there, but to hear it kind of spelled out in in laid out in this way that it's like, okay, well, first of all, we have the United Health merger, or not merger, but partnership, and uh, you know, that's four million people, and if all of them get a year of digital for free, and if even only a tiny little percentage decides they want to go and and get the full access they want to buy a bike after that year i mean that's a ton of people they just snatched right, up right. just by doing that and then right. the the indicators on this thing are cool because this is not the first time peloton has made this kind of partnership there's been three other companies one of them was Wayfair. don't remember the other two but the the they gave them like a bunch of survey questions and I feel that it has improved my fitness with something like 80%, 87% that I've reached my fitness goals was like 67%. And and so when you're seeing from an HR perspective, these kinds of numbers, there's, there is a certainty that this is going to continue in the future. And we're going to see more companies doing this in the space, obviously. So yeah. I thought that
5: absolutely, I, I agree with all of that stuff. And I, I also loved that they talked about because this is the part that I've always kind of thought that they talked about how they've kind of branched into wellness, into gamification, yes. like the the kind of the different arms. So it's broader than just kind of their staple where they started. And that's what I've always thought. I thought that it that's gonna create their
0: longevity. It,
5: and so it is. yeah, yeah, I, I thought I thought it was a good article as well.
0: Yeah. That's more like the long tail of it, right? Like it's like, they've kind of reached critical mass. And so now that they can, they can start doing these things that will set themselves up for decades in a way that these other companies are still just trying to get up to speed, you know?
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, people are always talking about from a marketing standpoint, like how to, how to have that longevity of, of marketing and they're, by getting into gaming especially they're really bringing in the younger the younger yeah. generation and so i think that's going to be smart because first of all that's everywhere right now right. and second of all just to be able to bring in those kids as they're you know young adults and then they get older and they start caring about their fitness in a different way like many of us have right pelotons there and that's, that's a brand right. they recognize so they're going to stick with them it's pretty yeah, cool
0: i agree and so while we're speaking of money i guess we should talk about the fact that the earnings call is coming up on august 26th
5: yes it is 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 it kind of nerdy that i like kind of wait for these dates that's weird huh
1: no because we're with you
5: okay
0: i I think you're both weird
1: okay well i don't and and i don't think that a self-proclaimed nerd wearing a space whatever shirt you are over there ghost can really pick on us for being nerdy so oh,
5: okay oh, okay all right. all right i think we're i'm like always trying only. to guess when is the date they haven't announced it yet and i'm guessing i'm always wrong and then when i get it then i mark the calendar like that's weird right
0: trying, trying to set patterns mm-hmm. so you can predict the next one well
1: <laughs> have you noticed they used to be on wednesdays and now they're on thursdays yeah what's have up notice that? that i yes. think it's because we record on wednesdays and they were like oh let's, uh, let's think of uh, it, it a day later out. Yeah, no, I, I think they them. made it worse. They, yeah. they, oh, they made, made it worse. worse. Yeah, because now it's on oh, Thursday. Right. So we have that's to right. do a separate segment for that. I that's think it has nothing right. to do with us. I yeah. have no <laughs> idea where they do it. but
0: <laughs> We're not that important. No. <laughs> nah. Nah. Uh, so I guess watch the space for uh, when the earnings call comes yeah. out. It'll be interesting to see.
1: It will. It will. Yeah.
5: Mm. I hear, I'm interested in the questions. I want to hear what they're going to be asking
0: about.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I think, okay, so John, I'm going to have you do your money predictions, so you might want to pull up your details, but I... Okay, hold I, on, let me pull them up. <laughs> but while you're <laughs> but doing that... I don't that, even remember what I predicted. Well, my predictions are, not financial because I leave that to John, but my okay, predictions okay. are that we're going to get a lot of questions about the pre-core. We're going to yeah. get a lot of questions about uh, the gaming and we're going to get right, questions right. about the supposed rower and the supposed strength information that's coming out because we know that that is coming out in the fall the strength the tiger yeah uh, so i yep. think we're going to hear a lot of questions about all of those things
0: And
5: i agree oh so, yeah i, I think the, the game stuff is depth they're going to definitely ask, ask about the game because i think that's an interesting kind of branch off into what they've been doing pre-core definitely yeah we're going to hear about that the the tread the um tread plus and what's going mm-hmm. on with the fix When is yeah, that? it's coming? gotten real it's quiet
1: up? we're in august and there was no tread so uh well
5: we- i can't find my numbers like i'm horrible like looking for stuff in the last <laughs> second. so anyways there's numbers out there on my,
1: <laughs> we'll my recap
0: it. that's why this, here's how you, how you do it that's why you know i'm not going to tell you the numbers you need to go to run lift live over on facebook if you want to see that that's a shameless plug right, right there how that.
1: that's how you do it but that's we'll also recap it well, the, the week that they're, that we do the, the earnings call, we will recap it then because we're going to see right. how close you work since yes. they're That's in right. writing. Right.
4: <laughs> no like, pressure.
0: Like <laughs> Sylvia Brown going through your predictions yes. to see what you got right. So, well, thank you so much for joining us, John. Until next time, remind people, not that I just didn't do it, but they can find you.
5: <laughs> they can find you on Facebook over at Run, Lift, and Live. There you or go. Or the page. You can find me on Insta- Instagram, Run, Lift, and Live, or at RunLiftandLive.com.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. awesome. Thank you. <laughs>
0: man, oh man, do you love your AG1? I really do. You do.
1: It's a wonderful tasting drink and it also makes me feel good. Like it's a great way to start the day. Uh, you know, I grew up, my dad always had things like tomato juice first thing in the right. morning. I feel like AG1 is my tomato juice. <laughs> <laughs> this
0: generation's V8.
1: Yes, I, I do. Uh, but I love the way it makes me feel. It's like I get all of my vitamins and I'm ready for the day just with a drink and like I said it's a good tasting drink
0: and it can help replace your your multivitamin just by drinking an AG1 every day
1: yes and not only did I replace my multivitamin with AG1 but I love that every scoop also includes prebiotics probiotics and digestive enzymes for gut support it also has vitamin C and zinc to support my immune health if there's one product I had to recommend to elevate your health it's AG1 and that's why I've partnered with them for so long if you want
0: to take ownership of your health it starts with AG1
1: Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase at drinkag1.com clipout.
0: That's drinkag1.com clipout. Check it out. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses...
1: to get free shipping.
3: You
5: guys, later. Getting this psychological edge
1: with Dr. Jen
0: Joining us once again is Dr. Jen Mann, licensed marriage, family, and child therapist. She was also a five-year national team member in rhythmic gymnastics, and uh, she's written four best-selling books, including The Relationship Fix, Dr. Jen's Six-Step Guide to Improving Communication, Connection, and Intimacy. Ladies and gentlemen, in all points in between, it's Dr. Jen.
1: Hello. Hello. We have another great question for you from the community, uh, the Clip Out community. This one comes from Alyssa Kolaric, And uh, she says, ooh, this is timely. My question is that I psych myself out uh, in the middle of a hard workout. I'll give an example from this morning. She wanted to do a hit ride and a hit and hills ride as her hard workout this week. Toward the end of the first hills section, uh, the instructor had her take the incline to 12%. Instead of adjusting her pace like any sane person would do, she said that not me. Uh, she wigged out. <laughs> she wigged out and left the class. She then realized she was being stupid again. Her words and started a thirty-minute hit in Hills class, finishing without any issue. How do I stay mentally focused when a workout is crazy hard? This has always been an issue for her.
0: I feel like we're going to hear about uh, negative self-talk. <laughs>
4: Yeah, you know, I, well, there are a few things. I think you're on to something, but before I get to that, um, I think that there are a few things. One is, I think that she needs to look at what what is her level physically, and what are her expectations of herself, and it's very important to have goals. And to continue to grow as an athlete. And I think that that is awesome. It sounds like in this instance, she was capable of doing the class and she left one class and did another. I'm curious if there was a 12 hill in that second class. What I would have recommended to her is in that moment to really check in with herself. Like when I'm on the tread, for me, my my weekend run, I have a long run that I do. And that's, for me, that's my, really tough work. It's kind of the one I dread and look forward to at the same time. And I, when I'm doing my run, I always ask myself when I'm starting to peter out, I do a a check-in and I ask myself, is it my endurance? Is it my muscles or is it my mind? Hmm. And I find it really helpful because there are some times where, and it's less so now over time, where, you know what? This is just endurance wise. I'm not there yet and I'm pushing myself. But for me to make it through this 45 minutes or this hour run, I need to pace myself better. There are other times where I check in. I'm like, you know what? My legs are just they didn't have enough recovery time for my last workout. And I got to respect that. And this instructor may be doing a hill. They may be doing a a six incline, but I'm going to do a three because I got to respect my body. So, and then there are other times where it's my mind, and oh, and actually, the fourth thing is sometimes it's exhaustion. Sometimes Mm. it's just you know what, I didn't get enough sleep. It was a stressful week. I'm just tired, and that's the harder one. But when that happens, you got to pace yourself. If you want to make it through the ride or the run, you got to then pace yourself. But when it's mental, that's when you go to changing the self talk and. You know, I've talked to you guys that I have a mantra and that it's so deeply ingrained in me that I do it without even noticing it because I've done such a good job changing my self-talk. When I'm on the tread, my mantra is, I'm strong, I'm light, I can do this. I'm strong, I'm light, I can do this. And when I just go on my default, that is running through my head without me even thinking about it at this point because it's so deeply ingrained. So I think that when this person is on a ride where, let's say she's decided I'm doing a a hit and hills ride, I think first of all, she wants, she needs to mentally prepare herself, that she needs to know there's going to be a point in this ride where I'm going to want to give up, but I'm not going to because I know that I'm capable. I've done hit and hills rides before. So I know that my body is capable and I'm also going to at the same time evaluate, I think she probably would have felt a lot better had she taken her incline down from a 12 to an eight and stuck through the ride. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. and I think she's gotta give herself the room to adjust on that. There are a lot of times because I have some back issues where I will do a ride where the instructor says to go up a lot higher and I know, you know what? I may do it now, but I'm gonna regret it tomorrow. And she's got to give herself a little space to, okay, you know what? Maybe if I take my 12 down to a six for a minute, I may be able to go back up to a 12 and be okay. So I think that finding that balance of respecting her body, changing her mindset, even in advance, checking in with herself and asking herself, is this my endurance? Is this my muscles? Is this my mind? Is this my exhaustion? And and giving herself the room to adjust, when needed, and then go back up and not beat herself up, I think can can really make a big difference. Excellent suggestions.
1: Yeah, it's it's almost like a checklist you have to do because your mind can play games with you. You know, I do I find that a lot of times it's my my mind gives out long before my muscles do. It's like
4: I get sometimes I I just get bored. (laughs) Yeah, totally. And, And for me, I know like music makes a really big difference Yeah, music and and also kind of changing it up. Like if the, like I haven't done one of those like 60 minute endurance rides or runs where you're just like running at the same pace, like I should probably do it just for the mental kind of strength of it. But to me, that would be really challenging in a different way. And I also think that we have to also constantly assess what is good for my body and what is my dream, but not necessary. Like for me, like I, I actually kind of dig doing hills. I feel a sense of accomplishment, but my back and my hips, like they don't, they don't, they don't agree. It. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they don't agree. And you know, I have to really be very mindful of how much of an incline I do and ha- how high up I put, I put my resistance. Mm.
1: Okay.
0: Good to know. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well. Thank you so much for joining us. Until next time, where can people find you?
4: Um, on all social media at Dr. Jen Man, to ends on Jen, to ends on Man, and also in Style Magazine. I have a weekly column called Hump Day with Dr. Jen. Thank you.
0: in the news so a controversy of sorts so lowbrow even i shake my head at it
1: that's Uh, saying a lot that is saying
0: a lot (laughs) let's not kid ourselves but uh i was considering we were talking about my colonoscopy at the opening of the show but uh i guess this is adjacent to colonoscopy it is uh so there was a what i guess a leaderboard name trending in a cody class this week
1: yeah i'm not exactly clear how this all started apparently there was like a class that a bunch of people were going to swarm on and 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 i i think this took place in the boo crew and also took place over in the hardcore in the floor okay and so they were going to do a swarm together and they already had like a a hashtag for everyone to use uh, on the ride okay. so everybody could find each other right sure. well somehow this person got wrapped up in this and like they uh had their leaderboard everywhere which they put out there and then all these people for some reason like globbed on so i guess the, cody
0: like there's somebody whose leaderboard name was like butt fart 87 yes or something like yes. that and cody kind of called him out as like lame it's, it's a lame
1: he said it was lame it's a lame but, but the, the back story here is that the reason i'm telling i was giving you all that backstory is because i guess somebody got the impression that cody was offended by it and so they asked everybody in the group to not use that lead that hashtag on the ride after all well they ended up doing it anyway right and then cody after the class like came up on instagram and was like i cannot even believe that I, I legit have to talk have, about. This. I have to talk about. Yeah. This. And
0: he was basically like, I'm not offended. I just didn't think it was funny. Like, like I just thought it was low humor, and, which is
1: exactly where you and I landed on. Yeah, it. Yeah, I like, was just like, really? Like, like his, I'm not offended. I just like, like, grow up.
0: Yeah. And so um, so we actually we actually have the audio. So we will uh, before we move on to our next topic, we will drop in Cody's statement from Instagram in case you missed it right here.
3: Tuesday! so happy to be back from vacation and joining you on the bike this evening peloton community there is some sort of controversy over a leaderboard name that i called out i believe
0: it's butt fart 87 um i can't believe i have to address this but everyone needs to chill out i am not offended by it i think it would take a lot more for me to be offended than poop humor um i just thought it was a mediocre screen name and like come on do better what are you five but like Girl, I'm I'm not offended in any way. Um, everyone needs to live their life, be okay, go drink some water, uh, eat a nourishing meal, and figure out something else to stress about because there's a lot bigger problems in the world. Love y'all. See y'all tonight. So on to more uh, pressing topics. Yeah. Uh, uh, there was a reminder put out by Peloton this week about Tread Plus members.
1: So a while back, whenever they... Put the kibosh on the sales of the tread Plus. right and really the tread if you had either of them you got a 90 day waiver three months to all access membership for a couple of reasons one because some people were not able to use it because it wasn't in a safe room for their children or because they weren't able to use just run without a full access membership anymore so that's one of those are a couple of reasons i'm sure there's more that peloton decided to do that well i just wanted to remind everyone like peloton reminded me that three months is just about up so uh that's interesting because they have not come out with the new tread. It's 90 days later. We all kind of expected it based on what Peloton had said mid yeah. to late July. I'm not sure where they are in that process, but we know we're not going to see anything about the tread or any dates until it is approved by that committee, the SPSC or whatever they're called. So hopefully that will be soon, at least on the regular tread. I think we have a long wait ahead of us for the tread plus. Based on how long this one has taken.
0: It sure would seem that way. Plus, they, you know, because of everything that went down, they needed the federal government's approval and the federal government isn't exactly known for its speed.
1: And honestly, not just federal government. I would say any government, local. Sure. Any. It's just it's bureaucracy and it's yeah. slow. So, yeah.
0: It's going to be a bit.
1: Mm hmm. Going to need some patience, I think.
0: So a year ago, Peloton planned to become a more anti-racist organization and they have some updates to that.
1: They do. And if you scroll down, we can see them. <laughs>
4: Sorry.
1: <laughs> I didn't memorize them. So they've done a ton in the last year. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have committed with uh, this next year, effective July 1st, they are investing $60 million to increase the hourly wages of. Peloton's workforce. So all North American and European-based non-commissioned hourly team members are getting a $3 per hour pay increase. So the starting hourly rate at Peloton is going to be $19 an hour nice. That's very nice. Yeah. Um, They are also addressing their job opportunity gap by investing 20 million in a learning and development program, which is going to have a dedicated focus for the hourly teammates, which is nice because so many of those are like for management. It's like handpicked people and sometimes people fall through the gaps and that kind of thing. Um, and then they're also committing to support the fight against systemic racism at the institutional level. They're gonna in, they're gonna invest another twenty million in third party nonprofit organizations dedicated to the cause. So you might remember last month they had done donated five hundred thousand to the NAACP Legal Defense and Education Fund, mm-hmm. and they're gonna start with that. That's where they started. Well, they did this last year as well, but that's gonna continue. They're gonna int- yeah. have find more programs like that and continue to invest and continue to donate and it's not really investing but it
0: kind of is but it, i don't yeah. mean they're they're not going to get money back right it. yeah. it's, it's <laughs>
1: difficult because some people might find fault with that yeah. um so uh they're also trying to bring fitness and health and wellness to all communities. So, they're going to make their products and content more accessible to underserved communities via their digital and connected fitness platforms. In four years, it is Peloton's goal that at least 10% of their classes are going to be streamed to and taken by members of those communities. That's a pretty amazing goal. Absolutely. And of course, they commit to being a truly anti-racist organization and delivering on their robust long-term agenda of diversity and inclusion goals, beginning immediately with anti-racism, learning opportunities at all levels of the company. And uh, so these are just some of the things that they've been working on and will continue to work on in the future. It's pretty cool.
0: Absolutely. Past guest and longtime listener, friend of the show, Gail Fine, sent us this one, thought this was interesting. It's a new uh, advertising platform or avenue for Peloton. Uh, She was watching a Yankees game on the Yankees network and just on the pitcher's mound, just ever so subtly, you see it says Peloton.
1: I just think that's so creative.
0: Well, here's what I think is really interesting about this form of advertising. In the grand scheme of the history of Peloton, okay, right? it says that Pelotons reached a point where they can do advertising that's about branding. So their their product has gotten to the point that they don't need to explain what they are. So there, that's rarefied air for a product, right? Like you know, if you're Joe's roofing. You got it like, well, roofing's in your name, right? Mm -hmm. But, but there's just Peloton and like Pepsi doesn't like, look at the Pepsi sign behind home plate. It doesn't tell you that it's a soda, right? It It just
1: is Pepsi. Doesn't
0: even tell you it's a beverage. It just says Pepsi Mm -hmm. because they know, you know what Pepsi is. And they're just trying to remind you that Pepsi exists. Peloton has reached the same level as a Coke or a Pepsi or a McDonald's. and And that says, a lot
1: it does say a lot especially when you think about how quickly they got there
0: absolutely i mean it was i mean remember the first time it was a, a google guy talking <laughs> about something work working and and he mentioned peloton and didn't <laughs> I mean, I ex, just... and he didn't explain it it was the first time we ever heard anybody just say peloton and not explain it and we were caught off guard like it i mean it, it was only maybe even two years ago where yeah. you couldn't say peloton without without having to stop and explain what it is. And those days are over.
1: Those days are long gone. I mean,
0: I know when pe- when we talk to people that aren't in this Peloton ecosystem about, oh, we have a podcast, and they say what it's about. It used to be when we said Peloton, they were like, "What the hell's that?" Yeah, and then it was like, "Is there enough people?" that have peloton that would listen to a podcast like that and now it's like oh that's smart
1: yeah now they're (laughs) like oh even if it's not their thing they get it now that we don't have to explain it yeah so i think that it's just it's fascinating to watch this transition in real time
0: very much so so thank you gail for sending this
1: yes gail always finds the most unique things
0: And then uh, People Magazine had an interesting article uh, just more about uh, the way Peloton encroaches on all the different aspects of pop culture lately. But just uh, this mom transformed her body through Peloton without ever getting on the bike.
1: Yeah. So she used all of the other content yeah. and digital, I mean, digital classes, but she right. she didn't just have a Peloton bike and that's how she transformed. And it is a stunning transition. Uh, she lost quite a bit of weight after her pregnancy. And that's uh, just pretty cool. It's and again, it's cool to see that, you know, we have people in People Magazine that are just regular people from right here. In St. Louis.
0: Yeah. I didn't realize she was from St. Louis. I didn't Louis either until I, I just saw down that And I was like, no, oh, they got all sorts of Cardinals gear on. How about that? We should
1: see if we can find her and yeah. have her on the show.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, That's pretty cool. Well, congrats to, I believe her name was Rachel. That's awesome.
0: Clip out. So joining us once again via the magic of ZoomTube is Angelo from MetPro, here to answer your fitness and nutrition questions. Hi.
1: Hi.
3: Thanks for having me back. Good to see you guys. You
1: too. Uh, We've got a, this is, this is going to be a doozy of a question for you today. It's a doozy. This is from Tammy Barnett. Uh, How does one transition to healthier eating all at once dropping one bad habit at a time signed loves bread cheese sweets butter wine sandwiches and eating late at night
3: <laughs> Danny, you are awesome I love it <laughs> that is fabulous so the the answer is and anyone who's heard this segment before knows it so both both strategies have merit so here's the circumstance with which you might consider one over the other Okay. So the first thing is you have to take an approach that will yield results. So generally speaking, I have learned the magic number of things you can change at once with efficiency. And the magic number is... One. (laughs) One thing at a time. You can do really well. So I like that strategy of small changes. Now, don't but don't get hung up like, no, no, Angela said I'm just supposed to change one thing. Well, you changed one thing. You conquered that. Let's move through that list because we got a few still in line. So doing one thing at a time has merit. But here's another secret. The greatest human motivator is seeing progress Mm. so the adjustments have to be substantial enough that it keeps you motivated now have realistic expectations you're not going to uh, change two things about your diet or you know go on a walk every night and then after a week look in the mirror and not recognize uh, your shape anymore that's probably not going to happen but you can see forward progress stick with it So if you're the type of person who enjoys a challenge, in fact, we used to look at your, and and I'm not a psychologist by any stretch, We, we used to look at basically your preferences and psychological disposition. Are you the type of person who thrives with a strong support system, people to do something with? And by the way, everyone falls under that category at some point. Are you the type of person who thrives because you know the why behind it. Like sometimes I'll talk to my client and say, hey, Johnny, remember how we made that adjustment to your lunch last week? Well, now you hit the number I wanted to see on the scale and we're gonna start those workouts this week and so we're gonna change this and here's why. And he just eats it up because he likes to know the why behind it. But then there's people who don't bother with the support, I don't need the high fives, don't tell me why, they just wanna lay down the challenge. If it's not challenging me, I'm bored. If you're that personality type, like Tom, you know, of course, like Tom,
4: always saying challenge. I want to challenge him.
0: I'm a why guy. I like to know. I'm like, why am I doing this? Like,
3: Why Why am I getting up in the morning? Yeah. I'm the same way. I'm the why guy. If I can wrap my head around a strategy and the why behind it, I'm all in. And a lot of people are like that. Yeah. But then yeah. I get those type A personalities too, that you know, I call him up on the phone, and it's not about telling him what's in the, you know, brown rice or sweet potato that he's eating today. It's about telling him, hey, Johnny, here's what I ate for lunch. See if you can do better.
4: <laughs>
3: reel him in. <laughs> so just know yourself. You've been in your body a very long time. You know your own personality. Find the strategy that's going to work because the goal is longevity. People tell me, this all, and I'll give you one last illustration on this point. Anything you do this week doesn't matter unless it's laying a foundation for what's sustainable a month after and a year after that. So if you try and bite off more than you chew, that can backfire. Or if you're not changing enough to see a result that can backfire, find that happy medium for you. And now I mean, I, you know, I, (laughs) this is where the the shameless plug has to come. It's just, Mm -hmm. that's where accountability, if you have somebody that's walking on that path with you, that's like, okay, we've been here before. I've seen this before. Here's what me and countless others have done. Here's been their response. Here's what I'd like you to do. What do you think of this? And finding that you know, and that support, and it's just human nature when you have somebody in your corner, leading you, teaching you, and supporting you, and sometimes challenging you. <laughs> it does. It turns into some good stuff.
0: And explaining That's why. like
3: cracking the whip with Tom.
0: <laughs> so far, so good.
3: Yeah. So far, so good, buddy.
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you very much for answering that question. Uh, until next time, where can people find you?
3: METPRO.CO slash TCO. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, guys.
4: Instructors in the news.
0: I feel like we should be playing uh, the theme to Love American Style. They're (laughs) so... This is like... These are going to be all love stories. We're kicking it off with a story about Allie Love, but uh, they're not. But That's not why these are all love stories, just to be clear.
1: No, but that's funny. Uh, yeah. So uh, I'm sure I feel like everyone already knows, but uh, just in case you missed it, Allie Love got married this past week uh, in it was weekend. It was a five day event, so I'm not exactly <laughs> sure when the wedding occurred, but it was in mexico and uh she had quite the guest list because tons of the instructors were there uh cody robin just sims emma lovewell tune day hannah corbin alex jousant and dennis uh i almost said dennis minnis because because <laughs> dennis right. right anyway dennis morton uh and i don't know who all was there from the Corporate side, but I do know that John Foley was there as well. How about that? And so, um, I think everybody had a great time. There were some really fun pictures posted on Instagram of the instructors, like uh, for example, Emma Lovewell, Jess Sims, uh, Hannah, and Tune Day were all uh, getting. They were like working out together. The morning, like one of the mornings, they were there Mm -hmm. and they got some fun selfies and did some fun videos. Uh, there they were riding bikes on the beach, and uh, their cadence was five and resistance was three. (laughs) and they were going to breakfast and they were having a great time so it was just kind of fun to see that
0: absolutely and then uh because peloton doesn't do anything small she wasn't even the only instructor getting married
1: no no (laughs) brand new instructor callie gulickson who's uh one of our new strength instructors uh she also got married and she got married this past weekend as well and i'm sure the instructors were like crap which wedding Mm. do we go to she was like should i invite them i'm sure there was all kinds well, it's of probably weird.
0: Yeah, because she's so new. Like she probably doesn't have the same. I mean, the, not probably. Like she's new. Like she's not going to have the same depth of relationships with her coworkers. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. That ally Love
0: would have because she's been there for so much time.
1: Right. Long. I yeah. mean, it totally makes sense. And I got to say, I saw some people kind of starting some drama about this, by the way. And um, to anybody out there who who hasn't, you know, thought it through all the way, maybe just hasn't thought about it from this perspective, that uh, why were some instructors at either of these weddings mm-hmm. and some instructors weren't, um, well, somebody had to stay back at the studio and keep teaching classes. I mean, they, they didn't shut down the yeah. entire schedule for Ali's wedding or, or Callie's wedding, for that matter. So it's that. And also, they're not all instructor relationships are going to be created equal
0: yeah it doesn't mean that they don't like each other but i mean not at all but yeah
1: but like yeah. I work with people, I don't go to every, I don't go to people's weddings that I work with. I mean, if I'm invited, that's great. But I, I there's people I work with that I would go. There's people I work with I wouldn't go. Not yeah. because I don't like them, but just we're not close like that. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I don't think anybody needs to to make a thing over it, you know, and also other people had other things going on. Like, for example, Jen Sherman was taking her daughter to college. That's going to trump a wedding. Yeah. So, um, you know, things like that. I, I'm sure there were lots of other things going on, but yes. at any rate.
0: So moving on from nuptials to impending nuptials. <laughs> ben and Leanne finally made it official.
1: They are engaged. Uh so they've been keep, in
0: I think they got engaged just so people would stop asking.
1: That could be well now they're gonna be like, and when are <laughs> you having kids? Yeah. No, that, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. The wedding, of course. But I figure since they're both instructors and since we've watched their relationship, we all get to go to this wedding, right? Like, I get why Is we didn't go works? to Allie's because right. like, he, the guy, Andrew, wasn't a he's he wasn't not a, an he's
0: not a Peloton person. Right. But now, since they're both Peloton people we and we've watched
1: their relationship, like we watched when they didn't even know each other. And then and then they're living together and now they're engaged. Like, we're part of this. So I'm pretty sure we're all invited. <laughs> I think all like four million members are going to go. It's going to be a big wedding. It's going to be expensive, but it'll be worth it. Ben and Leanne, trust me, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe instead of having a fancy, just a bunch of tenders at the reception. That'll that, keep that might be down. a good
1: idea. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe just they feel sorry for us and they'll like, you know, um, they'll have like a Zoom wedding, you know, <laughs> just a Zoom portion for the rest of us. I'm sure. Yeah. We'll all dress up. It'll be amazing. Uh, but anyway, congrats to them. That's awesome. And yeah, if if one engagement yeah, wasn't enough,
0: since one, since one wedding wasn't enough, <laughs> why would one engagement be enough? <laughs> so we get a second second engagement although this was actually first chronologically chronologically yes uh but jv nava got engaged
1: yeah jv you know uh we go way back with jv and uh she she is been at peloton since the beginning so i know she's not an instructor but she is very much the heart and soul of peloton in my mind and uh we wish her a huge congratulations
0: absolutely becca kennedy is back
1: She's back. She's been off uh, taking care of herself. We know that she was off uh, Recovering from something we don't know what and it's none of our business But we do know that she is back and uh, it kicked off on Wednesday, August 4th with a 30-minute live pop walk And uh, I saw the Instagram live afterwards. She was in a great place and having a ton of fun So hope everybody got a chance to check it out and if you didn't make sure that you check it out on demand and Welcome back Rebecca. We've missed you. I, I love taking classes with her. She's just got such a light.
0: Congrats to Hannah Frankson's mother.
1: Yeah.
0: Cancer Nurse of the Year.
1: Yes, uh and uh May posted May May, she posted this and uh tagged us in it so we make sure we saw it and I I love this. Cancer Nurse of the Year, her mom won. Isn't that amazing? That is
0: amazing because I I can't imagine the competition. Like it's got to be pretty intense, but Okay, beyond the competition for an award like that, mm-hmm. okay, imagine the competition for the year. I like know it's twenty twenty. So right. she was like, of all the years to be cancer nurse of the year, twenty twenty.
1: Yeah, holy shit. Yeah, that's that's. I guess Hannah Frankson's not uh, not just saying things or exaggerating when she says that her mom is literally her biggest cheerleader and also for every single person on the planet because you have to be a cheerleader to be able to Absolutely to 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 guide people through cancer and that's that's not an easy job. So congrats
0: so Robin gave us a sneak peek at what is this
1: it's it's some kind of photo shoot and so presumably for an upcoming drop but i'm confused because i i posted three of the pics one of which is a uh like a leopard outfit that's uh, the cheetah looking outfit that's been out before so i'm i'm really confused and the only thing i can think of is that one was so popular that's the one that like sells for like eight hundred dollars uh, oh, just okay. for the bra yeah so i'm wondering if they're bringing it back so because, if you
0: got one sell it now
1: yeah sell it now <laughs> i don't know that's what's happening but um it, in the picture the next picture um it shows the uh cheetah bra And it shows it with bike shorts. And I don't recall the last time that the uh, cheetah print was out that it had a a shorts, bike shorts. I just recall it having uh, the leggings that matched. So um, I'm pretty sure this is new. At any rate, it was was posted and it said on set with one Peloton today. Not like this is old shots. So make of that what you will. It may or may not be some kind of sneak peek. I have no idea. But I thought it was worth posting because it might be
0: absolutely and then while we're talking about clothes there's a peloton golf capsule collection
1: yeah uh it's very limited um and uh C- selena samuela has been she's been posting it on instagram and one peloton posted it too but it's a golf shirt and a uh like a golf skirt. so it's the little like it looks like a skirt but you know it's got it's shorts, got shorts
0: underneath. underneath so they can't see the goods
1: yeah exactly and uh, you know selena she's a a huge golf fan and so she is always golfing and so this is this is perfect for her but um i haven't heard a lot of people talk about this uh, other than people were a little confused by the grays didn't match like mm-hmm. the shirt was one color and the skirt was a slightly different color but it all worked together i thought it looked good gotcha. um uh, but other than that i don't know much about it so i uh, just wanted to bring it to people's attention that it's out there uh, i know that we have a lot of collectors around thought that people might want to know if they haven't already bought it
0: and then finally, uh, Kristen Mcgee did an Instagram live wellness session with Venus Williams.
1: Yeah, they got they got together on August second at five p.m. So if you miss that, uh, you can still check it out. And I believe that was five p.m. Eastern time, just to be clear. Um, and so uh, it was still out on Kristen's um, Instagram when I checked on, on the third. But um, at any rate, it's really cool, and uh, I love Venus Williams. She's done Instagram lives with. Some of the tonal instructors, too. And she's just absolutely fascinating to listen to and very down to earth. So Kristen McGee is as well. That's a great combo. Be sure to check it out.
4: Peloton birthdays.
0: Continuing our veritable plethora, a potpourri, if you will, and you will (laughs) of August birthdays. Uh, So if you're listening to this on the day it comes out, it is Alex Toussaint's birthday, August
1: 6th. So happy birthday to Alex Toussaint.
0: And then uh, Olivia Amato.
1: Amato. Amato
0: Amato. I only said it so I can do that joke. I know. Her birthday is on August 8th. And uh, then Christine Diercole is August. August 11th so
1: so many Leo birthdays in the Peloton world I'm telling you it is not a coincidence
0: yeah there are tons and we're there's still tons more so watch this space but (laughs) there are still tons more coming up in August so (laughs) uh you'll just have to keep listening to find out
1: yeah you will (laughs) happy birthday to Alex Olivia and Christine
4: checking in with the Peloton community
0: So joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Kathy Huff. Hey, Kathy. How's it going?
1: Hey, good. How are you guys? Good. Good.
0: And we already know... You're a patient woman. Yes. We were yes. having technical <laughs> difficulties with our new fancy setup. And, and Kathy and sat, sat quietly here. and yes.
1: nicely and she smiled the whole time. A little too quietly.
0: We weren't getting any <laughs> of her
1: audio. <laughs> but it was our fault. It so was it our fault. it doesn't count. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, Kathy, were you patient about getting the Peloton? How did you find your Peloton and decide this is the equipment that you need?
2: So the funny thing is about seven years ago on a New Year's Eve night, I'm actually pretty religious about making resolutions and oddly keeping them. Okay. (laughs) And so I decided, you know, a little over seven years ago that I just I wanted to have fitness a complete part of my life be joyful, like have fun with it.
1: Okay, And
2: because I wanted to do all these things as I got older, I didn't want to just like form into the couch like I had started. So so I was trying all sorts of different things. And I went on a trip with my husband and it was a business trip, but the hotel had a Peloton. I never heard of it before. All I knew was just some exercise bike and I fell in love with it. And then I just kept talking about it again (laughs) and again and again to my husband. And then... He did that thing that all those husbands got blasted for before COVID. <laughs> um, he, you verbalized
0: he, how much you wanted it. That's okay. Yes. yes.
2: And yeah. And he got me the bike for my birthday um, back in 2018. Wow. So it, it was a gift from my husband and probably one of the best gifts I've ever been given. So I just thought it was always funny that that commercial came out soon after and <laughs> there was so much flack
1: over it. But I thought, well, I'm one of those women and I loved it. <laughs> yeah. You know, we have said this often and I will say it again. If only they had included the part in the commercial where the wife had asked for the bike. Right. I think that would have been the game changer, yeah. you know, yeah. but I'm very glad you got it. I mean, so that's gosh, it's already been three years since you I got know. your bike. <laughs> Man, it's 2018 it, day now flew by. <laughs> I, I know, I know. And honestly,
2: I, I will say when you hear newbies starting up and everything, I have to admit, even though I wanted it and everything, it still probably took me about four or five months to get into a rhythm Yeah, and to also just decide to give up. And this goes against, obviously, the name of your show, but I gave up on clipping out <laughs> and I just... I just <laughs> just left my shoes in nobody else was riding my bike so my shoes have also been on the bike for three years now no way
1: so you've (laughs) never clipped out that's amazing not one time oh my gosh i love that I love that. That's funny. You know, I had trouble clipping out at first, too, and I definitely have left my shoes on the bike. And there have been times even to this day that I've left it on, but I've never, I didn't leave it on consecutively. So you have me beat in that regard.
0: quite the record.
1: (laughs) Three years. If anybody out there can beat you with that record, I would like to hear about it.
0: (laughs) Well, if your husband ever decides to use it, what are you going to do?
1: Yeah. Good question. Oh. I think he
2: kind of knows at this point that it's my baby and to stay clear of it. So.
0: <laughs> you're like, it's easier to just buy a second one. <laughs> like you're not taking my shoes off.
2: <laughs> yeah. At that point in time, he was really getting into uh, Ironmans and triathlons. So he's got plenty of bikes on his own and <laughs> I've got my Peloton. <laughs>
1: wow. So he rides. He just
2: doesn't ride the Peloton. He does his own thing. He does his own thing. And of course, he convinced me he wanted to get the tone. So he's got that. I, you know, I've tried it here and there. It's not quite into my rhythm yet. But that's also because as much as I fell in love with the bike and I got into biking, it was probably soon after everything was shutting down with COVID and all that i started really getting into the strength training and the cardio classes on peloton and so this saturday i'll be getting to celebrate a double milestone i worked really hard to plan it i got my 1500th bike ride this saturday Woo! and my 1500th strength
1: class nice so. well done <laughs> congrats that's amazing 15, so, so 3,000 classes combined. That's fantastic. Yeah. So
0: it's kind of like a mixed marriage, right? Like you have the Peloton and he has the tonal. Is that how it works?
1: I know. It can work. It can work. <laughs> I am very glad to hear that now,
0: it. Now, can what work. can't work is like if you had the Peloton and he had an echelon. Oh, no. That would no. be problematic. Uh,
1: that would
2: not work. Yes. I, I want to even accept a Nordic track. Like there would not, yeah, there could not be another one in there.
0: <laughs> You're like, this is a deal breaker. You're going to have to trade this in for a minute mistress <laughs> because this is a bridge too far.
2: <laughs> Hi, and it was actually last Christmas that he ended up getting me the
1: tread, which he uses as well. So wow. we both we found, you found like common,
2: common ground. ground. That's yes. what makes a
0: marriage yeah. work. Wow. Yeah.
1: You have the perfect trifecta, in my opinion, the tread, the bike and tonal. That's perfect.
2: <laughs> yes. We, we used to have this like entertaining kind of basement that we spent spent all this time developing into an entertainment spot for movies. And now it's a gym. So COVID (laughs) definitely
1: changed that. Yeah, I get it. I totally get it. So were you working out pretty regularly before you got the Peloton? Or were you still kind of like working out here and there when you got the Peloton? How did it change things? I was working out kind of here and there like I was definitely getting into a little bit more
2: of a rhythm. I was getting more fit. I had tried some boot camp classes, like CrossFit kind of stuff with my sister since so she was trying to get back into it and did some bar classes and went to the gym and quite frankly, I ended up getting some knee injuries that I had oh. to rehab and I just thought okay, the the bike will for sure be safe on the knees and I wanted to actually complete half marathon. I'm not much of a runner, but I decided to turn myself into one. It kind of went along with all the activities that I was trying to do with not only just that, you know, my seven year plan of making this a lifestyle, but I also just wanted to try lots of different things. So Literally, in the last few years, I've tried tap dancing and uh, trapeze class and mountain climbing and other various circus classes, just kind of all over the place. Like I love the fact that it kind of went from, hey, this is a bike and this will work okay on my knees and everything to... Now it's I just do every kind of class on their app and it helps me be active and limber and flexible and fit for just kind of any sort of activity, I feel like.
0: So with all the different things you tried, I'm just curious, what did you like the best and what were you like? Sweet baby snow peas, never again.
2: (laughs) The trapeze. (laughs) Which one?
1: (laughs) Was... Sweet baby Jesus get me off of this.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've
4: always wanted I, to try
1: it. Why did you not like it? I
2: about threw up on the first time down. I mean it was just it's just a complete fall. And the trainers there were yelling out directions in German, which I don't know German. Yeah, like, yeah, they're not German, but apparently all the things in the world of trustees are in German. So they're yelling out these things for me to do in German, which they hadn't trained me on. So I'm just like flying back and forth going, what am I supposed to do?
0: So do they start (laughs) you like up high or do they start you down low? And like, as you get better, you work up.
2: No, it's up high. You start (laughs) up high? I just
0: thought it was like when you learn to walk a tightrope, they don't start it over Niagara Falls. They put you, you know, real close to the ground. So they start you up high?
2: Yeah. The uh, contraption they put around you for stability, I mean, you're thankful for. You, You definitely feel safe and you feel secure, but I actually started laughing when they started putting it on because I thought this guy was joking. He put it on so tight that I couldn't breathe. And my rib cage kind of popped out over. Oh. And so I just thought, oh, you're it's a safety doing corset. a joke here. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is just, you're just joking with me. It can't be this tight. But No, no. He left it like that. And then he said, Hey, the hardest part of all of this is climbing up the rope ladder to get to the top. And at that point, I'm thinking, wait, I thought we were supposed to have this whole class and we're going to watch videos and all this. No, no, just climb up to the top.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just and, starting yeah. to think this wasn't a very good class. <laughs> they weren't good teachers. Was this a Groupon? Did they skip a day? <laughs> Did you only do class two of three?
2: <laughs> hey, it even shocked me that I got myself to go back up and do it twice. But some people were doing it. We were there for two hours. You could probably do it easily 15 times over, but... After the second time, I still couldn't get over that feeling of I think I'm going to throw up. Yeah. yeah,
0: I can't get over it. I'm just listening to you talk about it. So was anybody actually do? not the people that work there? They don't count. But the people that came in <laughs> to do the class, what, did any of them actually like do the flips or did you just grab onto the bar and hold on for dear life?
2: Yes, they were doing all the flips. What? They were leaping to the other person on the other side. Like the people that just I,
0: showed I, up for a class <laughs> were doing that.
2: I did. I did hang upside down and I did one little flip, but that's
1: it. (laughs) Wow. That's impressive. You're a daredevil. Yeah. I love it.
0: So what was the one that you liked the best out of all the different the potpourri of classes you took?
2: I actually really had fun with I ended up taking like my whole family, all my nieces, my sisters, my mom, another friend of mine. We all did this aerial class. And it was on those, you know, those big like silks that hang yep. from the oh, wall. Yeah. I know that. And the hoops and all of that. We did that. And honestly, it was just fun because you could laugh at yourself the whole way through. And there was times where you kind of felt like you were flying around. But I had a lot of video and I took a lot of video and you kind of look back at the video and you think you probably look spectacular. And <laughs> you're doing all of this aerial stuff. And then you watch the videos and you go, no, no, I kind of looked like a pug dog that's just <laughs> hanging from a string, <laughs> Like it's just hanging there. <laughs> but it was fun. It was a ton of fun. All ages. So, yeah, that was fun. That's great. So,
0: they had pug puppies too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, now which group do you admin in the Peloton world? The Breakthrough Crew. The Breakthrough Crew. Okay. Yeah. So, that yeah. started back when they did Peloton? Is that it how that did? Goes?
2: Okay. It did. I joined the group because you know how each team had their slew of trainers that were like their team. And so I joined because some of my favorite trainers were part of the group. And oddly enough, at that point in time, I really only kind of dipped my toe into the world of all of these Facebook groups Mm -hmm. and tag groups and everything. So I joined a few, but I didn't, I wasn't really deep in. And so I joined the breakthrough crew during Peloton And I just randomly started posting the stats every day, like where we stood in the stats and who was winning and so forth. And I just kept posting about how we needed to bring more cowbell (laughs) and getting everybody like psyched up. And so I just did that every single day. And after Palathon was over, a couple of the admins approached me and said, hey, we think we're going to keep this group going. Do you want to join our team? A couple of the admins are basically taking care of other groups so they don't have time. So I joined and within, you know, over the last year, we've kind of doubled the size of the group and kept it going. We, the nice thing is all of us that are admins, there's six of us women. We're just truly about wanting a space that is one, all fitness, no negativity, but that also means no drama. You know, I mean, pure fitness. And there's no selling, there's no gimmicks. It's just all about encouragement, which for me, that's at my heart, just who I am. (laughs) And so I love that because just every single day I can go on there and encourage people. We do lots of different strength challenges and send out t-shirts and mail little handwritten notes and all sorts of stuff that we do with different challenges and just kind of getting everybody involved, enjoying
1: whatever type of breakthrough they're trying to get to. So refresh my memory. Was it the Breakthrough Crew that won Peloton? Yeah, it was. I and thought I I thought. <laughs> See, I was part of the Unstoppables, and as I they have were, mentioned, we were, were totally, stoppable. Like we <laughs> we got stopped a lot.
0: It was more like but, the Unstartables.
1: Yeah, it was not. It was not great.
0: Where well, I was part of the Uncrustables, <laughs>
5: the delicious peanut oh. butter and jelly sandwiches that they sell.
1: The but the reason I ask is, I don't think any other of the groups that started around that time are still around. Like any of the other Peloton groups, if they are, I apologize. Anybody out there listening who's like, yes we do. I don't know of any, so that doesn't mean they don't exist, but the Breakthrough Crew is the one that I see on the leaderboard all the time, so that's why I think it's only you guys that are still out there.
0: Do you think that's just a byproduct I, of having one? Do you I, think think, of your... I
1: think it's her persona and the way that they cheer everybody on. <laughs> that's, They're like really... That's, that's the cowbell. <laughs> look
0: at that cowbell. That's a big cowbell. That is a
1: ginormous <laughs> cowbell. You'll probably get two
0: or three cows showing
1: up
2: with that thing. <laughs>
1: I do live in Indiana, so you gotta watch out for that. <laughs> okay. Okay. There's lots of cows in Indiana. That we get that because we're in Missouri. We're Missouri There's Missouri, lots so. of cows here too. Uh, yeah.
5: Sorry, there we
2: go. yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know if the other groups are still around or
2: not.
0: And that's because you and, won and, like, and you don't pay attention to them because they're losers. Uh, right. Is that? Po- yeah,
1: that, 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 I'm Not to put words in your
0: mouth, but that's exactly <laughs> what you meant to say.
1: That's definitely <laughs> what I heard. No, Kathy's nice. She didn't say that. That's something Tom would say, not Kathy. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I'm just going to smile.
4: Yes, <laughs>
1: we'll, we'll just let Tom say that. I
0: have plausible deniability <laughs> when those loser groups come after
2: me. Uh, but hey, I think outside of maybe a couple other tags in the Peloton sphere, you know, on the bike and on the tread, I think the Breakthrough Crew is like maybe second or third largest in terms of how many people have it on their leaderboard name. Because
3: I
1: know there's maybe close to about 65,000. Wow. That use that tag.
2: So well, I know
3: that like crew.
1: some of the um, one Peloton has like 500,000 or yeah. something crazy. It's <laughs> I think together we
2: go far. Yes. Or like that one is a big
1: one. too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, clearly you guys are up there in the top of the range, though.
0: Have you done any vetting to make sure people from the groups that lost aren't trying to now sneak in? And ride your winning coattails
1: But see I think they're welcoming of everyone Tom okay. so I think she's okay oh, yeah. with, with the coattail riding <laughs> Okay,
2: We, as long we, as okay we honestly it. yeah we Completely opened it wide All of our strength challenges Bike challenges we do with all trainers So we're not just the six Trainers we started off with Okay,
0: As long as the um, coattail riding is consensual then, mm-hmm. then that's Yeah
2: we, we opened It up beyond the team because we just thought Well you know breakthrough crew It is about breakthroughs and everybody looking for different things in terms of breakthrough for their fitness. Yeah, Um, that's true. Yeah. We've had some interesting group rides. I mean, we've been able to kind of do some group rides for people that were struggling through cancer. A woman that was quite the hero in terms of the fact that she had a very freak accident occur and she was able to save her child, but unfortunately she lost a leg. Mm. And so she was trying to get back on the bike. And we actually were able to get a special shout out from Christine. We reached out to Christine and she gave her a special shout out. We had a whole team kind of right around her. And I think for us that lead this group, that's what we absolutely adore the most is just the fact that everybody is going to be at a different kind of point in their fitness journey. They have different needs, different breakthroughs they're going through different challenges. And so we just love to kind of wrap around and be able to cheer everyone on and
1: bring a whole lot of cowbell. (laughs) So it sounds to me just based on our offline conversation that you're not a cheerleader just for Peloton, that you are a cheerleader all the time because you were telling me about how you do this fundraising for young women and children coming out of sex trafficking. So how did you get involved with that? And I can't even imagine like how There has to be a whole range of emotions that you deal with whenever you're involved in that. So, yes,
2: whenever I'm talking with with people about it, I understand that it's a dark topic. You know, it's dark, it's deep. And I just always try to bring people around to the fact that, okay, this is something that we can fight and beat because we've done it before. History proves that when I got connected to it is because actually my uh, husband and I were introduced to a nine survivor. And his story is like out of this world in terms of what he survived and how a few people around him did not. And so he truly got pulled out of the ashes of one of the towers after it fell. And he started becoming this known speaker. He started speaking around the world. He ended up giving up his full-time job, moving his family away from New York City. And he did that for five years where he was talking about a story and speaking around the world. Well, he went back to his home country since he was originally from India. And that was the first time that he saw what is considered one of the worst red light districts in the world. And I always tell people because I know a lot of people think red light district and they think in terms of, okay, women might be trying to do this to get money and whatnot. Red light districts in a lot of the world are actually women and children that are kept in literal cages. So think five by seven, no ventilation, no way out. They're not given any money. They're not given barely any food. And so they tend to last between seven to 11 years surviving in that situation. Uh. And so he saw that. And for him, it gave him hope because he thought, you know, I got pulled out of the ashes and I got born in this whole new life of where I was getting led and called. And so, he just looked at these women and children and he started finding ways of being able to pull them out and into safety and into a safe house that he started. And so, he started this organization to help women and children. He kind of felt like, hey, we can pull them out of the ashes, give them a new life and It turned into kind of an international movement. He's put together educational materials and all sorts of great things. And when my husband and I connected with him, for me, it just really connected with me because I had already gone a few years into my fitness journey of being able to move freely and be fit and do anything and everything I wanted to. And I thought, gosh, I have pure freedom of every single way you could think of. And so I just felt like I needed to be able to figure out a way to connect how much freedom I have and figure out how to give that away. And so it kind of became a process of, of course, I need to really educate myself. And then I also started speaking to small groups, churches, businesses, some large businesses. I even went out to New York City and met with some of the folks out there in the fashion industry And the more I kept biking and getting into more endurance activities, I just thought there's got to be a way where I can get people involved and go, hey, if I'm going to be on the bike for a long time, for instance, I started doing that Palafondo event. I thought if I'm going to be doing this, then why couldn't I just figure out a way to raise money? And one of the last Palafondos, I was able to get a team of women involved and we were able to raise 5000 which literally for just one woman to be able to give her a complete new life in terms of health care, counseling, a safe house, the whole nine yards. In some of these countries, it's literally just a few hundred dollars a month. So it's pennies. Wow. So that's why making a thousand here, 5,000 there, 10,000 there, it just all adds up and makes a difference. And I just felt like if I am going to be enjoying all this freedom that I'm given, I want to just be able to pack it up and give it away. And I've found a lot of other men and women that are kind of joining along and wanting to do this as well. I know I'm definitely looking forward to the next Pelafano because I want to explode and get a bigger team and go out and hopefully blow $5,000 out of the water and fundraise even
1: more. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So that's how the community can be involved is, is kind of join. So how do they join your Pelo Fondo and how do they fundraise? How do we help yeah. you? How do they give you money? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tell us how to get the money to you. <laughs> so honestly,
2: a couple different ways. I mean, we clearly, I would love to have everybody join the Breakthrough Crew and then they can just automatically be messaging me through there and, and asking and inquiring through there. I'm a very active admin of that group, but also through Instagram my leaderboard name is best ever yet. And my Instagram is best ever yet (laughs) 2.0. And, you know, just being able to find me there, feel free to direct message me, ask me about it. And of course you guys have probably, you've been obviously know enough Peloton people that I'm sure you've seen a million of these boards.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes. I love that. But like, You can free
2: us. That's one of the organizations that I do a lot of work with. And I just always put that out there because the name itself says a lot. We can actually free women and children. We literally have the power to do that even from our own basements on our Pelotons. So even if people just want to check out the organization and say, Hey, what are they up to? I need to educate myself. You can find them on Facebook, Instagram,
1: just you can free us. That's wonderful. I love that. Well, I'll be checking that out. And if you can send me the link, then I'll make sure that we include it with the episode as well. Absolutely. I would love that. And so just a couple more Peloton questions. Now, do you have a favorite instructor? So this is a tough one,
2: just because I do so many different classes (laughs) across the spectrum. I would have to say probably my top two, especially if you look at how often I take them, would have to be Emma and Olivia. I'm a huge music fan and concert goer, and Emma has such a great taste in all sorts of music, all, every single genre. So, I definitely connect with her on that. And of course, she gives me a good sweat. So, there's that too. <laughs> yeah. Olivia is, to me, bar none, hands down, the best on core and, and body weight strength training. And she will literally crush you. <laughs> like, <laughs> she doesn't break a sweat but you will probably not even be able to breathe or fall asleep that evening but she is excellent on that as well but i gotta say i'm loving the new trainers that they're bringing on board as well i've tried Callie and rad and some of these new ones and so i'm excited to see you know how they're bringing on more i know they've got a new german one added as well yeah I always try to take all of them because I feel like each one kind of has their thing that they're the best at, or whether it's a mood you're looking for, or a certain type of strength training, or a certain type of class. Like there's just, I love that about Peloton. There's just kind of a best one for each type of thing you might look for.
1: Yeah, that's totally true. Absolutely. So,
0: do you have any advice for people that are just entering the world of Peloton?
2: I've definitely given out a lot of advice (laughs) to newbies, and I'd say that the absolute first one, If it's a bike, make sure you get your bike fitted appropriately. That's good Um, advice. If anything is hurting in your legs or your joints, then something's off. If your tail end is hurting, that's normal. (laughs) 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 But if your ankles or your feet or your knees or your hips, anything like that is hurting, then something needs to be corrected. So that's always for me, number one. And then I always tell people, I'm like, Next comes form, really getting your form down so that you're also not hurting your neck and your shoulders. And I think Matt Wilpers is probably one of the best on form with his low impact. And Allie Love is also really great because she's always reminding you about your core and how you're supposed to be sitting when you're in the saddle. So I think those two are really good to kind of start off with. And they're very encouraging and positive. And of course, I think Cody is another one. Where if people just want to experience that pure kind of crazy fun side of Peloton so that it gets them a little bit more roped in going, hey, this is not just hardcore fitness. We can also have a lot of fun with this. Then yeah, Cody will probably get most people roped in from that angle. (laughs) That's awesome awesome advice. Absolutely. Well, thank
0: you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. And thank you again for your patience at the the beginning. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Well, thank you both. I love your podcast. You guys do a great job and I'm always watching your Instagram and all. So thanks for having me on. Oh, thank you.
0: So I guess that brings this episode to a close. What pray tell do you have in store for people next week?
1: Well, we have had requests for this interview for quite a while. And it is finally happening. Calvin Harris Ooh, will be joining us. Awesome. Yes.
0: So uh, until next time, where can people find you?
1: People can find me on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Crystal D. They can find me on Instagram and Twitter, the bike, and of course, the tread at Clipout Crystal.
0: And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online Facebook.com slash the Clipout. While you're there, like the page, join the group. Find us on YouTube at YouTube.com slash The Clip Be sure and subscribe while you're there. And don't forget our newsletter uh, that you can sign up for at TheClipOut.com. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep coming.
1: And running.